0: What we do as speech coaches is to help people be much more engaging, effective, and confident speakers. We don't coach people to be something they're not. We
1: coach them to be the best versions of themselves. Does your audience want information,
0: a lot of logic? We are communication coaches, speech coaches. We have a lot of different hats. We here want to help people. We want to give them tips, tools, and
1: techniques that would make them more impactful, more effective, and build their
2: confidence. We know each other well as friends, and also in terms of our expertise as coaches. That's why we're together here with you. Welcome to the Speech Queens. Do you need to be more effective, interesting, and successful both professionally and personally? Well, you've come to the right place. The Speech Queens are here to elevate your communication. Now, here they are. Lori Schloff, Tori Hollingworth, and Janine Grabley. This is Lori. Hello to all our podcast fans out there. We Speech Queens love speaking to you about speaking, of course. Since we all talk, am I right about that? And many of us talk for a living. Managers, leaders, working at McDonald's, running meetings. Some of us are just fresh out of college. We're aspiring professionals. We queens are often asked by so many people in so many walks of life a simple question. How do I become a better speaker? How can... How can I be someone who others find interesting? Even better, how can I be a speaker who captivates and influences others? So I want to see if my sister queens have any secrets. First, I'd love my sister speech queens speech royalty to introduce themselves. Denine My name is Deneen
0: Grabley, and I am a speech queen, also known as Deneen the Duchess.
1: That sounded almost
0: like a confession.
2: <laughs> Hello, Duchess!
0: It can happen on me. And she is as
2: beautiful as Duchess Kate.
0: Oh, not so much, but thank yes, you, Yes, she Louis. is. Thank you. I'm going to keep that.
1: Minus the three children. <laughs> yes, thank you.
0: She
2: has uh, quite a few cats, though. <laughs>
1: Yes, and hello, and thank you so much, Lori, for that lovely introduction. I am your third queen at your service. Oh,
2: thank you, my dear Tori. You'll have a lot of responses tonight at your service. I so like that. Can you serve me some sushi later? We live to serve, don't we, as communication coaches and trainers? You know, you said that so well. Seriously, we analyze our clients' needs whether it's a group or individuals, and then we come up with a plan. Back to our topic, how to be a good speaker. So I want to start with how to be interesting. It's not bad to be interesting. Would you agree?
1: I think it's fabulous, but uh, sometimes people get, com- get it
2: confused. What is interesting or what is engaging? Mm. Interesting. We'll get to that. Uh, there's two ways to be interesting. One is what you say. And the other is how you sound. And is important, too, but let's deal with what you say and how you sound. How you sound. They don't call it a boardroom for nothing. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's the tip. Tell me if you think it's good. One word in every sentence should jump out. If you get very good at what we call vocal variety... You, too, may be on the radio.
1: Excellent so- tip. Excellent tip. What you want to avoid, and I tell this to my clients all the time, is the Charlie Brown syndrome, which is wah-wah,
2: wah-wah, wah not engaging. Am I right? Absolutely. You are right. So, Deneen, um, can I put you on the spot? I'm going to give you a sentence. Sure. Brides don't need to wear long dresses. Can you... Just show our listeners, mm-hmm. that doesn't sound right, show our listeners, tell our listeners how to emphasize different words, so like mm-hmm. brides don't need long dresses, and notice everybody how the meaning changes.
0: Okay, so if I understand, the sentence is, Bride- <laughs> <laughs> brides don't need to wear long dresses? Okay. all right. That's brides. the way
2: not to say it, is the wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Exactly. And that won't be duchess. Duchess right. will give it a lot of enthusiasm.
0: First, I will emphasize brides. Go for it, girl. Brides I mean, don't need to wear long dresses. Now I'll emphasize don't. Brides don't
2: need to wear long dresses.
0: Ooh. Next, I will emphasize long. long. Brides don't need to wear long dresses.
2: They can be short these days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dresses. Brides don't need to wear long dresses dresses, as opposed to long gloves or long hair. A round of applause for the Duchess. All right, so, Duchess, you're amazing. Two ways to give a good message, and then I'd love my sister queens to jump in. One is to give experiences or stories, even if it's a business talk. You give your main point, and then you give a story. Do you want me to illustrate Please do. Yeah. All right, so let's say my main point is everyone can overcome the fear of speaking. Ready for a story? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Recently, I worked with a young woman who became vice president of a growing software company. She worked her tail off with me individually, with us in a group. We even did a tape for her where she visualized herself as a more comfortable speaker. Well, she came up to me when... I saw her at an event and she said, you know what? The president of my company said it was the best talk he'd heard in the history of the company. Round of applause for Yay. her. Wow, hey, kudos. Wow. I'm so, you know, Warwick, so happy for my I don't mean to interrupt client. you, but that I do an- have to say, a mm-hmm. lot of
1: people say, why do you do what you do? So yeah. we talked about mm-hmm. what we do, but why? And I would say, at least speaking for myself, and I'm sure you both would agree, we do it because we love helping people. And... Those are what we call, you know, our million-dollar moments. When you get the feedback like you just got in terms of it was the best speech that this gal had given at the company. Mm -hmm. When someone emails you and says, I got the job or I won the account or I got a standing ovation. Those are the moments that you really Relish. It's so clearly true. we're
2: not doing this for the money. Mm-hmm. It's like a high. <laughs> I'm doing it for the money, too. It's like a high. It really is at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So can I say one more thing? You know, I, of course, I love you're in educating. Charge. One other way to be interesting is get out on a limb. To get the fruit off the tree, you have to go out on a limb. I did not say that. The eccentric actress Shirley MacLaine said that. Give an opinion. Give a point of view. You're the expert on something. Don't just be white bread. What kind of bread should you be? Well, I don't know. Cinnamon bread, something with a little spice. Give an opinion. So, my opinion is that my two colleagues here are full of outstanding tips and advice. So, here I go. Enough from me, Mm -hmm. even though it's hard to stop talking. What I want to find out from you is the question. How can I be a better speaker? I want to hear a great tip from each of you. For me, first of all, you really need to practice. People
0: don't realize that speaking is a skill. And to be a better speaker, you need to do it more often. You need to practice. When you have those opportunities to speak up or give a presentation – Raise your hand and do it. I find for a lot of my clients, they shy away from doing that. And they don't realize mm-hmm. by putting themselves out there.
1: Lean into it.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Don't just take a seat at the table. Raise your hand and participate and give your opinion.
2: It's like being a speech athlete. Exactly. You know, yes. we wouldn't right. think of playing right. in a soccer game, right? Or running mm-hmm. the Boston Marathon yeah. without oh first God. working up that to it. That would be absolutely
1: nuts. Mm-hmm. True, true, true. Mm-hmm. Now, I've worked with people who have avoided because of fear of speaking, avoided every opportunity. And notice we use the term opportunity mm-hmm. to speak. And they've been very adept at it. Oh, no, no, no. Let Denine speak. You know, she, she's really the subject matter expert on this. Any opportunity to adeptly avoid speaking. <laughs> so what happens? As you rise up through an organization... You are expected to speak publicly or address folks at a conference or speak to a board of directors on a regular basis, and they have spent their entire careers avoiding public speaking. So now it's become a crisis. Absolutely, mm-hmm. the um, you know the bar or the or the element that's holding
2: them back gets higher and higher as they avoid it. That's why working with a coach can be so helpful. I mean, we are a coach in the purest sense of. You know, we, we're behind you. We rally with we're you. We're here we, to help we you. Do. We're on your side. I mean, we feel the we feel the pain. Yes, because mm-hmm. we've mm-hmm. been there too. You'd exactly. be surprised how many coaches experience fear of speaking themselves, or perhaps in childhood. I, I had some fear of speaking experiences that I was able to overcome, and I think that does make me a better coach.
0: Interesting. I'd like to just point out, I actually was extremely, extremely shy as a young child, and I remember first my first grade teacher, she put me in the lead of the play. Okay, granted, this is first grade, but my parents literally went to speak to the teacher and said, "Denine cannot do that. She is so shy. And this first grade teacher, she saw it in me, and she said, nope. She'll be good. And I remember being up on stage, and I loved it.
1: This sounds like a reminiscent of us as professionals when you and I have taken it on the road. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Where I put you out there and said, oh, exactly. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> She'd right. say, I've she never done right. that before. Exactly. Her, yeah. well, that was your chance <laughs> to exactly. you do it. But
2: the, the funny thing is, look, everybody, everyone should be nervous.
1: Well, you know, being nervous means you care. It yes. means you you have skin in the game. You right. want to do well. So, being nervous is not really the issue. It's it, the, the you can transfer that into vocal inflection, into enthusiasm for your topic, into active body language or purposeful gesturing. The problem happens when people let the nervousness control them mm. versus them controlling mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm.
2: A good topic for Great. for one of our podcasts would be mm. nervousness. Absolutely. I have a lot of respect for. It. Me too. And working on the outside in, I think, working on skills, which is what we're famous for as queens, and then also working inside. Yes. In the sense of controlling your breathing, controlling how you think. We have the oh physical. My God, I'm going to make a mistake. We have the physical, we have the mental,
1: and uh, the you know, skills. We, we work on the, the skills, skills m- to help people yeah. overcome these issues. Yeah. Or minimize them at and the And having least. fun is important. Absolutely. We love to have fun. And nothing is more engaging. Here we go. Nothing is more engaging than someone who has passion for their topic. I and they're excited and they want to share it. You know, quite often I'll have a client say to me, and this is not a joke, Tori, can I begin with a with a joke Mm, and I'm mm -hmm. like oh no please let's not begin with a joke because I said well I often say are you naturally funny and I know they're not because I've worked with them and they say not really but my my job is to entertain I said no your job is not to entertain this is where people I think stem some of the nervousness stems from Presenting is not entertainment; it's engagement. Mm. You are not there. This is not a Broadway show. Yeah, yeah. where mm. some, where there are critics in the audience and they're going to judge you, etc. This is an opportunity to speak. I would disagree,
2: though. If the humor is relevant to oh, the right. topic well, very right? true. Very. Not just a joke for the or sake. of Or if it, you're right?
1: naturally funny,
2: like yeah, we I, are like, naturally I funny, like, like, exactly.
1: I <laughs> So you want to speak to yourself. So I There we go. So I am Lori, I've heard that you are the queen of trivia. I've oh, got right. some stuff
2: and I want Dave to participate too. Dave our producer. Our producer. Okay, oh, this is going to so be I'm so excited fast. to make
0: my first appearance on Speech Queens. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hope I don't disappoint.
2: Well. Politics we'll are on our minds. Is he our footman? What They're... is he? Mm. I love that. Footman. Service. Reflexology. <laughs> I don't think that's what <laughs> it means, but okay. This is getting crazy in this studio, let me tell you. All righty.
0: I am at your service, ladies.
2: Trivia ladies. question number um, one. Now don't worry, language. I'll give you the right answer if no one gets it, okay? Okay. Remember, this is all political. Who rose to fame in 2004? After his convention speech, he was unknown pretty much. Barack Obama. You got it. Very good. Round of applause. Okay. That was quick. I didn't even watch that. Actually, I'm sure I saw clips of it. It was totally amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was recovering from eyelid surgery to make myself look. (laughs) So it was all about how he sounded. Apparently, uh, at that point. Uh, Very good. (laughs) Very. You are quick. Okay. Number two. According to researchers, who gave the fastest, in terms of speed, political speech on record? This might be a surprise, but it's a New England person. John F. Kennedy. You got it. Wow. Okay. Scary. Number three. How long was Lincoln's Gettysburg address? 30 seconds or a minute or something. It was very short. It was short. Uh, do you know? Does anyone know? I, don't I have guess. no idea. No it was two minutes long. Yeah. Really? Okay. All righty. Four score and seven minutes. Damn it. Very A little good. late on the drought. Though. Very good. Go yeah. All right. Well, I'm done with my trivia. I am ready to watch a real politician in action. So we're
1: going to watch a clip. Yes. And we we're are going, going to listen to
2: Bernie watching. Sanders. And I feel love my sister. Burn. Yes. I, yes. Let's see what we feel.
1: And that is especially true with Donald Trump as the Republican candidate. The the American people, in my view, will never support a candidate whose major theme is bigotry. Insults Mexicans.
2: Who Sister insults- Queens. Just a, a couple of comments, because I know I know we're going to start to wrap up soon. A couple of comments from each of you.
1: Okay, I'll give you a positive and then I'll give you a corrective. Please. So I would say positive. He's extremely passionate and authentic in terms of his messaging. Uh, I would love to see him smile. He rarely smiles. Agree. And there's something going on there, Lori. You're better at this, again, with your background, with some spitting and slurring.
2: Ugh. Mm. That's kind of gross. Also, I have to say, if you could see him visually, all right, this is a little gross. But generally, people, especially females, don't like someone with the underarm sweat showing. And not here, but in general, I've really seen it. Maybe, Maybe something's that's wrong. That's why
1: he's wearing a blazer. Maybe
2: something's wrong with me that I look for it. Isn't that no, weird?
0: No, I honestly. Okay. I, I mean, I sometimes yeah. want to just take a comb and comb his hair. Sometimes, I mean, I know it has nothing to do with his. Well, well yes, but it does. Like, it's the impression yeah, that you leave.
2: Yeah.
1: Any other? Well, I think that's fascinating what Danine just said because I think the concern i would have if i were his coach is Mm -hmm. there's a little bit sloppiness that that comes from the way he carries himself in his dress code that also comes through in terms of his
2: delivery style Mm -hmm. but does that help people feel the burn because he's so natural but i would say you're right he's a little loose and and listeners can't see it but his gestures sometimes are just outsized
1: not they're, as much as Beto, not,
2: but yes. They're not tight. Mm. So there, there is something about him that's not polished, but apparently that could be very appealing to some folks. Agree, agree. And just like us as coaches, we want
0: people to be authentic, but a better version of themselves. So he would still, I would coach him to still be authentic and be himself, but I would like to just polish him up just a teeny bit. Mm-hmm. I think All right. successful well, perhaps. to his messaging. And, and, you know, the, he resonates and
1: connects with the young people. Yes. Mm.
2: Yes. And again, we talked before on a a different podcast about uh, casualness Mm -hmm. and being comfortable being in and not perhaps as polished and precise.
1: Perhaps this is a candidate who wouldn't be as well received 10, 15, 20
0: years ago where it was a lot more
1: formal.
2: Mm -hmm. Agree.
0: Yeah. I feel like when you're watching him, sometimes you just
2: feel like he's in the living room with you talking to you. Mm hmm. With his Brooklyn accent. I, I had to throw that in. Never. <laughs> yes. Never. There's so there's how do some... we say it here? Never. Well, that's that's same also... Day. Well, you don't say that. Uh, you're absolutely right. That is something that New Yorkers and native Bostonians... I can't stand it when I go to another part of the country and they do expect me to say pak yaka.
1: Trust me. I got the same... Ex- I have the yeah, same it just, reaction. Yeah,
2: there's such such stereotypes. I want to... And this podcast with a contest for our listeners, Ooh. and it's tough. Let me tell you, it's tough. So, wait, wait a minute. It's a contest. N- what do they win? Oh, what do they win? I didn't think of that yet. Oh, they will a win with
1: Lori Schlog oh, at a no. restaurant of your choice, and she will pay. Mm-hmm. I will. That great.
2: Okay. Well, l- at least that you will have the honor of being on our podcast at some point. Ooh, or like Ooh, like one that. of, yeah. How about this? This is sort of stealing from, uh, what's that show, Don't Tell Me uh, on NPR? Wait, one, wait, 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 don't wait, tell wait don't tell me. One of the queens will be happy to record a message, a really great sounding message, on your voicemail. Here is the question Queens do not. Utter a word. Okay. In case you know the this answer. It's hard for us because we like talking. Okay. So if you know the answer to this, I want you to write Dave at David at pod. I love my articulation. David at pod617.com. Did I get it right?
0: You got it. And okay. they should just put uh, speech queens in the subject line oh, when you yes. provide your answer.
2: Okay. Here we go. Friends out there, what is. Tachylalia. What is Takalalia
1: Sounds like something I would not want T- to
2: catch. T a c h y l <laughs> a l i a. Okay, it sounds like a dish at a Mexican hint, restaurant. Hint, hint. Lalia refers to the tongue. All right. Well, thank you, my dear speech queen sisters.
1: Thank you for having Tory us. Tori and Thank Deneen. You for Thank the you, partnership. Lady. And we love working with Lori, Aww. the queen
2: of speech. We do. So we I'm do. wishing everyone out there, and this is a little mushy ending, um, that you all have confident, clear, and convincing speech, and that you go out there, speak for success, and someday you too may be speech royalty. To get in touch with the Speech Queens, check the show notes for this episode for all of their contact information, or visit pod617.com queens, where you will find more information about the Queens and the full library of podcasts. Thanks for listening.